We all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids. Hello and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. Today I have Penny Cook on the show and Penny is an author and certified biblical life coach. She is the author of the award-winning book, Pursuing Prayer, Being Effective in a Busy World. And I read the book and I loved it. And I had a Bible study group with this book. It's so good. Her passion is to see everyone pray more often and more fervently. Whether writing, coaching, teaching, or speaking, Penny seeks to encourage and equip others with the Word of God and see them empowered by His Spirit for this battle we call life. Welcome to the show, Penny. Hello. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Leanne. It's so good to see you. It's good to see you as well. Penny and I are friends. We live in the same state of Florida. We've had lunch before and we talk often. And so I'm so excited to have Penny. Her book is really phenomenal. If you want to know how to pursue your prayer life and how to have your prayer life become more meaningful and also to teach your children to do the same, I suggest you get her book. But Penny, please tell us a little bit about yourself and why you wrote Pursuing Prayer. All right. Well, I grew up in church. I actually didn't become a committed Christian, born-again Christian, until I was in my early 20s. But I did grow up in church. I had that foundation. I was given a Bible when I was young, and I used to read it. When, before I went to bed at night, I would read it, and I would mostly read Psalms. I think they taught me to pray. You know, you you see David, you're reading about David, and he's just crying out to God and just being raw and real. And I think I just learned that I could do that. I found great comfort and peace and wisdom and guidance through his word and prayer. I've seen him do amazing things through prayer since then, you know, whether it be jobs or ministry or my marriage, my son when he was addicted, and in women's ministry, life coaching. I see so many people who are struggling with prayer. And so when it came time to teach a certain class at my church, I was looking for material for prayer and wanted something very practical and motivational, being a life coach, you know. (laughs) And uh, God just kind of downloaded this acrostic for prayer. So anyway, it became the class and then it became articles and it became a book. I Not what I planned when I started the class, but God had a plan. Well, he did, and I'm glad he did. We enjoyed doing the Bible study that you have that goes with the book as well. We are my group. We really enjoyed it. And you were so happy to jump on with us, too, in our mm-hmm. Zoom meetings and, and talk to the ladies. Several. It's been fun to do that. Well, in your book, you talk about the word deliver. Can you mm-hmm. share your viewpoint regarding this word? And I love the image you use for the word. How can prayer accomplish the meaning of the word deliver? So in the Lord's Prayer, which is what this book is based on, one of the things that Jesus teaches is to pray away from temptation and deliver us from evil. And when I started looking up that word deliver in the Greek, it means to rescue, to snatch from danger, to save or set free. And one of the words to describe it was even drag. And I'd immediately 
just pictured Jesus dragging us out of temptations and dragging us out of the evil that the evil one wants to get us into. And so I just loved that kind of word picture. But I think it also raises the question, what do we need to be delivered from and why? Ephesians 6.12 tells us we don't fight against flesh and blood. We fight against rulers and authorities and the cosmic powers over this present darkness. Is it dark today? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. So the enemy wants to take down our families. He knows that strong families are based on the word of God. And that's the foundation of our country. And he says, deliver us from evil. And isn't it interesting that when Jesus prayed for the disciples in John 17, he prayed for them to, deliver, to be delivered from evil. So not only did he teach us to pray that, but he prayed that for us. Prayers are so powerful. They're the best tool that we have. I always say that. And our best resources are our children. So tell us about your acrostic for the word prayer. Okay. So the book follows what Jesus taught in the Lord's Prayer. So each letter of the acrostic for prayer coincides with a different part of the Lord's Prayer. So P is about being proactive in prayer. Jesus said, pray then like this. R is for remember his deeds. It's the hallowed be thy name. It's the worship part of prayer. When we remind us ourselves of who God is and what he's able to do, right? He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think. Then we're in a better position of faith as we pray, remembering who he is and what he's able to do. A is for acknowledge sin and ask forgiveness. Obviously, this is the forgive us our debts piece. And it's so important to remember that part, not just to say, forgive us our debts, which we can just say when we recite the Lord's Prayer. But what debt? What do I need to ask God's forgiveness and help for? So acknowledge sin, ask forgiveness, so important. And of course, it goes into and help me to forgive others as well in that chapter. Why is yield to his will, thy will be done part. And we go into God's general will, as well as his specific will for each one of us. Again, kind of life coaching as I go along through this book. E is for enjoy his daily bread. This is where we ask for our needs to be met, even bring him our burdens. But might there be more to daily bread than just our physical needs? R is rest in him. When we've done all the others, we can rest and trust in his power, kingdom, and glory. I, I love that. You know, I always say, I believe every child should learn the Lord's Prayer. I did as a child. I'm sure you did as a child too. I think it's an yeah, important prayer, yeah. the Ten Commandments, the Lord's Prayer. But also, I think the parents, it's wise to explain each part of that prayer. And, some, mm -hmm. and this is a great uh, acrostic to maybe help your children to learn about right. the Lord's Prayer. And how does your book differ from other prayer books? Well, I wrote it to be practical and motivational. And as I said, I'm kind of coaching through it. 
I've heard people say it's easy yet deep, and I, I hope that. I, I didn't write it to be deeply theological, but just very practical, because I think we need that in our lives. I think we've all gotten busy, and you know, some of this has kind of gone by the wayside as we've just done our popcorn prayers and, and gotten so distracted by life. It's also a Bible study, as you mentioned, and I did it as four days of study. A lot of Bible studies are five days, but I feel like, you know, in our group anyway, at my church, it was always a struggle to get to that fifth day. (laughs) And so I did it as four days, again, trying to be very practical and take people's busy lives into account. And also it can be a personal devotional. You know, it's ideal for groups, but it can be a personal devotional as well. Absolutely. And what can parents do organically to help their children to want to remember, you know, how to pray daily? Well, I think just kids seeing us in prayer and you know what? Enjoying prayer. I think they will learn to enjoy prayer. Certainly let them see us praying throughout the day. That's important, right? That's how we pray continuously, which we're told in scripture. But let them see a specific, fervent time of prayer. I think that's one of the most important things that that they see that it's not just something we, you know, we talk to God all day, but they need to see that worship part and that confession part, you know, those really seeking his will and things like that beyond just the words. And I think it's important to share verses with them. When they see us getting excited about scripture and and applying it to our lives, they will just absorb everything when they're little. And even when they're older, I have a friend that became a Christian later in life and her adult children are finally beginning to ask questions and be curious about the joy and the peace that she has now. So it's never too late. I think, again, including them in, in the Bible reading. I saw my mom reading her Bible and made me read mine. I, she never told me to. I just saw her doing it. And I did it because I was given one. Okay, what's in here, you know? And look for opportunities to pray. I mean, yeah. there's so many opportunities, but we miss them sometimes because we're, yeah. you know, so busy. You know, kids love to be silly even silly little prayers. Yeah, to know that that's our heavenly daddy and we can be silly with him as much as we can cry out to him. Yes, yes, we can We can be silly too. And, and there are so many teaching opportunities. You know, Deuteronomy 6 tells us to teach it diligently to our children. So yeah, if we can just look for those opportunities beyond, I mean, yes, find those opportunities at home when you can include them in your prayer time, your devotional time, but those times when we're out and about as well. Also maybe have a prayer jar where for older kids that can write, you can just tell them, write your prayer and put it in the jar. You don't have to put your name in it. You know, if you have like four kids, if you have more, you don't have to say who it is. Once a week, pull out some of those prayers and have the family pray over them. And then make sure to look and have your children watch to see answered prayer. Yeah. Um, and, and also to know that sometimes when prayer is not answered, look later to see why it wasn't answered. Maybe mm-hmm. something else happened that's better or was maybe it was a protection. 
to just get your kids active in the prayer process and the results of prayer and watching and and paying attention to what's happening once they do pray. Well, do you have anything else you'd like to share? Just a lot of books for children on prayer are nighttime prayers. And the Lord did give me a wake up prayer. One morning he woke me up with it. Wow. (laughs) And, And it will be a book sooner or later. I'm not sure when, but you can go to that and and find that prayer to share with your kids. Oh, I love that. I love that. Well, thank you for being on the show, Penny. God bless you and all you're doing. Thank you so much, Leanne. Appreciate you having me. You're welcome. And this is how we all work together to raise strong Christian kids. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.